Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Pete Waltz. Thanks for joining us on this special Latin American Straight Talk series, featuring top ELA lawyers spanning the region from Mexico to Argentina, from Chile to Costa Rica, and all the countries in between. On the program, our guests are going to cover some of the most important labor and employment topics facing their jurisdictions today. So if your company's doing business in Latin America, be sure to listen in to the full series and get the whole picture. Joining us today on Latin American Straight Talk is John Tucker, a partner at Lega Abogados in Venezuela. Thank you, Peter. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us and hear a little bit about Venezuela and what's going on right now here in, in the country. I wanted to bring to your attention today three big topics that we are dealing with in the past year or so. Um, these three topics are obviously the, the, the payment of wages in U.S. dollars. This is not new, but there have been new developments regarding payment of wages. The second, second topic I wanted to bring to your attention was the reinstatement claims. We'll talk a little bit about those claims and what happens when the employer is not in the country or there's no, there's no activity in the country. And finally, we'll give you an update about remote work and the current situation with uh, COVID and how the country is, is currently dealing with this situation and how it is affecting work. So beginning with the, with the first topic about the payment of wages in U.S. dollars, it's not a new issue. It's something that, that's been going on for a while. Obviously, Venezuela has been deeply hit by uh, huge inflation. And so it has been now becoming more and more common for employers to pay their employees in U.S. dollars. But the, the new change or, or the new issue here is that we have been now beginning to see claims where the actual claims filed in the courts are claiming the payment of the benefits in U.S. dollars. Obviously, this, this is also perfectly legal. It's, it's not new. But what is new is that there was certain recent court decisions that have made an impact on how these are calculated and are actually requiring employers to make the final payments in U.S. dollars. So in other words, if, for example, I have an employee that is earning $100 and at the end of the day, those benefits have to be paid in dollars of, let's say, well, the employee could be, if, if, if the employee was working for 10 years, the employee can be entitled to, just for an example, $10,000. But in the past, that payment was done in, in Bolivarus. I mean, we would take the, the amount that was paid in U.S. dollars and we would convert that to Bolivarus to make the, comp- the calculations. Now, recently, the courts have required the calculation be made exclusively in U.S. dollars from the beginning of the employment up until the end and that the actual payment be made in U.S. dollars. This is fairly new. And the, the challenges that this raises is how do we compute interest when we have these payments in U.S. dollars. For example, we have a monthly benefit that's called the the seniority benefit, and that is basically a a payment that is set aside every month and that is paid at the end of the employee. And that, if kept by the employer, that accrues interest based on the interest interest rate set by the central bank of Venezuela. That is a very high interest rate, obviously, which is determined based on the believer, our local currency, and not based on, on uh, foreign currencies. So that is the big question that, that we see nowadays. How do we compute that interest? Do we have to use the, 
the interest rates that by the Central Bank of Venezuela or not? And these are questions that are raised very frequently now, and they still have to be answered. And so we 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 have developed some uh, interesting theories and are expecting to to present these theories in, in cases in the future. What happens with late payments? What interest rate applies to, to late payments? And finally, I mean, do we have to apply monetary correction or, or, or what we call in adjustment for inflation to these awards given by the courts? And recently we, we saw a case that very clearly stated that when the calculation is made in U.S. dollars, the adjustment for inflation does not apply. So that, that was very interesting to see that, and hopefully we'll see more, more of these questions answered in the future. Finally, another big issue here is uh, has to do with the reinstatement claims. So the situation in Venezuela obviously has led to many employers leaving the country, but that does not mean that they have left the country without employees or without con- contractors or consultants. So they, they will work remotely with consultants and consultants will provide the work in Venezuela. Now, because of the situation, what happened with that consultant when there are no assets in the country and, and the, there was no office for where, where the consultant provided the service? We have seen claims at the labor inspector's office, which is the administrative office that handles labor claims, for them to ask for reinstatement when an employee was unlawfully terminated. That is a, that is a big question that, that that is being raised because obviously, where do I reinstate an employee that did not have an office that worked from home, and how do I obligate a company with no assets in the Venezuela where that is exclusively abroad? How do I make that company pay for the claims uh, for the benefits and the back salaries uh, of this employee that needs to be reinstated? Um, so there are issues with that there, that we are dealing with. I mean, it's right now most of these claims are, are dealt, sent to the labor court for the filing of the claims and then for application of the foreign treaties or international treaties for the, the application of awards abroad. Finally, the, the, the last item that I want to talk to you today about was remote work and the current situation with uh, COVID in Venezuela. So uh, for the last and 18 months or so, we have uh, had, we have been working with a, what we call a seven by seven schedule. That means that we have seven, a, a, a flexible work week where everybody can go to work without any issues other than applying the necessary safety protocols. And then we have a, a seven day not non-work week or let's say strict lockdown where except for those businesses that have been authorized to work, such as the food industry, the telecom, and health, um, those uh, other than those, um, everybody should stay at home and, and work from home. So it still it has remained the same. People have been working from home without any issues. Um, there has been no new laws or, or regulations in this regard. More and more, we see that it has been less applied the strict lockdown and more people have, have gone to work and are going to the offices despite the lockdown. And still, there, there have been no issues. There are recent announcements for return to school in person. We'll see how that works during, if we continue with the seven by seven schedule. But um, again, this is something that we have to, we will continue monitoring and see how this develops. Thanks, John.
If you'd like to connect with John Tucker, please find his contact information in the notes to this podcast. Also be sure to bookmark our website, ela.law, where you can register to gain access to our library of podcasts and webinars, join upcoming briefings and events, or use the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Pete Waltz. Thanks for listening.